Welcome to Raw Radio. And we're live. And we're live. We're not, though, really, if you think about it. But that's okay. Nobody needs to know. <laughs> hey, they know now. They do. They, uh, I they think they, they probably They'll know. find out. I don't. I don't know how many live podcasts there are. Um, before we get started, though, I got to bring something up. You, oh boy, hold you, on. Let me mute you for a second yeah. because I have a feeling this will have an impact you, on my image. No. <laughs> uh, how could I affect that? Uh, <laughs> yeah, you know, you're out. You just made a post just 15 minutes ago about how I'm cranky. You're always saying I'm cranky, I'm grumpy, mostly grumpy. But I have to say that somebody, uh, while you were out the other day, came up to me and said, hey, you know something? I said, what? And they said, uh, Thomas is always talking about you being grumpy and cranky. And every time I come here, you got a smile on your face. You got something nice to say. Uh, you're always upbeat. You're always giving good advice. And I said, yeah, it's because of the company you keep, right? <laughs> Wait a minute. So, so who, why am I grumpy? Who, who was that student? Uh, well, their, their membership just got canceled. Got canceled, yeah. <laughs> uh, that was Scott. So thank you, Scott. I appreciate uh, I appreciate your kind words because I never get them anyplace else. <laughs> wow. Mm-hmm. Wow. Are we done? I'm done. Yeah. Okay. So let's let's try this one more time. All right, well, and we are live. Right. Gary. Look at you smiling today. You're doing so <laughs> That's right. good. Yes. Everything's going great. Uh, uh. Recently, we wrapped up a conversation with Zanji Rivera. Mm-hmm. Um, um, first of all, first of all, what a great mind behind just jujitsu concepts. Well, yeah. you want to say something? Well, I was just going to say, I, you know, we, these conversations come up and we start, we have our notes and we have everything that we think we're going to talk about. And we go over some things with the guest and then sometimes they just start going and there's like this stream of consciousness and that the, the direction this episode took was not the way I thought it was going to go at all, especially with the uh, little bit of crosstalk we had before we started recording. Yeah. Um, so I, it's, yeah, it's, sometimes they just, they change direction and uh, it's really a, a great surprise as yeah. to how they unfold. Somebody actually pivoting off of that. Somebody actually recently asked me, is like, do you guys prepare for these conversations or is like, do you pre-interview? Do you, do you, and we actually do prepare, you know, you actually do some research and, and trying to learn more about these things to make it more engaging from a conversation perspective, but you're right. There are there are times where the conversation goes complete left mm-hmm. or complete right, pivots in a direction that we didn't even see coming. Yeah, and I think this this was a good example of that. You know, um, you know, which probably is not as visible from the audience perspective, right? Because it, it kind of naturally flows anyway. Yeah, I don't, I don't, you know, unless there's some sort of tipping off point or something like that. Yeah, they probably you mean like no somebody idea. got pissed off and hung up? Yeah, yeah, yeah something like that. <laughs> or some, one of us was grumpy, uh, something like that. So, but uh, if you could, go ahead and say, uh, well, you talk know, about what we're going to talk what, about. One of the anchor points during the conversation with Zanji was um, baselines of jujitsu, mm-hmm. um, kind of figuring out he made an analogy that, um, you know, jujitsu is like a tree. All trees are the same. All trees have roots. They have a trunk. They have branches. And then it goes out into leaves, flowers, and all the other things. So the product, the end product, you know, even though it's most visible, it cannot exist without all these all these other functions that are taking place, you know, even 
without our vision, without being visible, like roots, mm-hmm. right under under the ground. Um, he made some analogies when it when it comes to jujitsu being very similar to that. What what are your thoughts on that as you as you into jujitsu journey for a few years now, right? Do do you find do do you do you look for the roots or do you find these flowers and leaves more appealing since they are the most visual right. part of the tree? Well, the pretty stuff is always the most appealing, isn't it? <laughs> especially for uh, you. Yeah, especially <laughs> you know, when you're looking at me on the mat, the pretty stuff. <laughs> but, um, you know, I think when you first get into it, most people, when they first get into it, if they're just joining and jumping in and not really thinking about it too much, um, think about the the flashier stuff, the prettier stuff, you know, the cool moves, um, and then as you, as you dive deeper into it, yeah, you figure out like, you know, if we're going to maybe compare the baseline to the fundamentals and that stuff that's important that you don't see, but really, uh, helps make up your game, how efficient you are, uh, if you're any good or not really. Um, and then once you have that, you can start laying or laying on top of it, um, all those things that make it unique, to you, right? Your style, what you what you prefer, what you don't, uh, what you decide to commit yourself to, you know, whether it's um, top or bottom, uh, if you like playing, you know, spider guard, or if you're, you know, concentrating on always uh, passing, you know, any of that stuff. I mean, it's so rich and so deep. Um, but yeah, I think that when you start really looking into it, I find, at least for me, that the uh, the roots are are what's really really important and from there then you can you know why do you think we gravitate towards the most appealing part so things like flashy and and um entertaining from visual perspective moves concepts techniques or you know we can even pivot this question into why do we gravitate towards submissions Versus defending, mm-hmm. right? Um, wh- why do you think that happens? Um, instant gratification, ego, um, stuff like that. I mean, I when I, you know, how many years was I into it? Three and a half, something like that, more even. Uh, when I took my private with uh, Octavio and, like, you know, had one of those epiphany moments where it was like, uh, you know, yeah, at some point, I don't remember exactly what we were doing, but he was like, well, don't try and escape here. Go towards your problem. Solve your problem, you know. And um, I think that the flashy stuff is cool. The flashy stuff is fun. Um, but like anything else, if you don't learn the basics, it kind of it, it doesn't last, you know. We've talked about this before. I mean, somebody's got a really cool submission, and if that's all they're relying on is this one cool thing, somebody's going to figure it out eventually, right? There's always a counter. And then what are you left with? Your flashy stuff is gone, and you got nothing left. So, I mean, you got to learn the, the basics, the was, fundamentals. Was it Liberio or Dideco, the Deco that was talking about don't be a fish? The Deco. The yeah. Deco was like, don't be a fish, right? Kind of yeah. in that reference, right? Mm-hmm. Don't be don't be one-trick pony. Right. Right? Don't, see, that was, see yeah. look at that. It was, well, you it, pulled it together this time. It was because in what you English. Said, yeah. <laughs> it was in English, and it made sense. Look at that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That might be the first... Um, yeah, I had to bring in a third person when you were trying to say one trick pony before to figure out what you were talking about. 
but it's you know, a, it's important. All that stuff is is truly, and it doesn't matter what you're doing. If you want to get good at anything, you have to know the basics. You have to have the the foundation, or if we're going to go back to the tree analogy, you have to have the roots uh, in order to to prosper. You know, a plant with sickly roots looks like the, shit. Yeah. Well, not only that, but it's likely to die, right? Eventually, but, yeah. Yeah. Um, do you think that's why a lot of the old school jiu-jitsu instructors teach fundamental concepts, fundamental techniques versus really venturing out into these more elaborate um, new age techniques um, and, 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 you know. Yeah, but I think it also. Let, let's be honest for a second. All these fancy stuff, it works. Like it, it's not, it's not that it sucks and it shouldn't be, you shouldn't be doing it, but it, it just, there is a time for it. There is right. a right time to explore the more complex and advanced concepts and techniques. And the question is, where should you focus your time? I don't know about you, but we are, I only have 24 hours in a day right. <laughs> and only well, seven days a week. So in the beginning, you should focus your time on the fundamentals, on the, the, the roots, you know. Um, and then as you develop, once you learn all that stuff and you've got a good grasp of it, then you can start expanding and, and being fancy. And I think to get back to what you were saying about the old school guys, um, they look at, I think they have a different approach to jujitsu. They're coming from it from a more um, self-defense aspect of it. Um, I think from the conversations we've had, whereas somebody who's, who is, let's say 28 years old and they've got their, you know, a 28 year old black belt today is probably a lot different to when a 28 year old, your old black belt in 1997. And, uh, why is that? Because of, uh, the trajectories that they're taking. One is self-defense. One is maybe, um, no holds barred fighting. And the other is sport more likely than not. And, um, I think that the old school guys just have that old school approach of, you need to learn the basics. Otherwise you're going to get hurt, you know, where in sport, if you don't know the basics, you can tap. It's a, it's just a different approach. It's a different philosophy, um, and obviously, you know, you weren't getting uh, everything dislocated and choked unconscious in the old days. <laughs> you could tap then too, but it was just a different approach. Of this is what's going to you know this is what's going to happen outside of the training facility. Not this is what's going to happen on a different set of mats mm -hmm. outside the training facility there's one more thing that kind of came to my mind not kind of it did come to my mind as you were talking about this is the end result behind these different paths and what i mean by this is let's just you know focus on let's just say the you know we focus on submissions versus defending right submissions you know often gives us this this instant result there, there is an end to it there is a you know you won you 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 achieve your goal here's here's your trophy here's your medal whatever the case might be versus behind these grinding escapes which often are found as a as a as a core and as a foundation of what jiu-jitsu is mm -hmm. defending and escaping those often don't bring the same satisfaction because there's no end to it. After escape, there is a control, there, right. is, a, there is attack, there, things continue. So the, so the motions don't stop. Do you think that that 
is one of the reasons why a lot of people gravitate towards that finish. They are seeking the tap versus seeking the the, mm-hmm. the 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 more fundamental approach, meaning I'm going to defend myself, I'm going to protect myself, I'm going to escape from these positions, right? Not necessarily seek that tap. Well, yeah, I think for sure that's true, and I, but I also think that it's a different, you know, it's a it's a philosophy thing. It's and it and I think people change over their journeys, of course, and I think that. I changed at one point where, and it was because of lack of submissions. It wasn't because I was getting them all the time. Um, but it was like, you know what? Having somebody under me for the last, I, you know, I, whatever they passed my guard, I escaped, I got the side and the rest of the round, they couldn't do anything. Even though I didn't submit them for three minutes, they couldn't escape from underneath me. Um, that's really gratifying. If, if, if that's the way your head is screwed on for jujitsu, I would, you know, for, it's like, yeah, okay. The submission will come. Uh, I don't remember who, who we talked to about that too. Um, but they were like, yeah, if you are, if you can hold that dominant position, eventually the submission is going to come. Right. And I, for me, that's just the way I, I like, I like that more grinding aspect of it. Um, I know people like the other aspect of it too, of catching that quick submission and tapping people out, um, I think that's just a personal preference, but it also could just be, you know, again, that old school philosophy versus new school. Well, I, I think what's important to really remember as this conversation is unfolding is that we're not talking about individual events. We are talking about progression of learning in jujitsu, right? Right. So there's nothing in my mind, at least there's nothing wrong with quick submissions, having a, ta- having a very offensive approach, seeking submissions, mm-hmm. ending the match in whichever fashion that is. Um, but when it comes to long-term learning process of jiu-jitsu, focusing on defending and escaping will likely take you further with a higher success versus you focusing on the offensive approach in the very beginning of that journey, mm-hmm. right? And that's kind of the reference of what Zanji was talking about, reference of that tree, establish your roots, get the trunk of the tree very thick and stable so the branches can be healthy and they can grow right. and display, you know, those leaves and flowers and so on, make it very visually appealing at the end. All that takes a lot of time, a lot of effort, a lot of nurturing, mm-hmm. right? A lot of practice, a lot of patience, you know? And I think was the hardest part, and we've talked about it a million times already, it's very difficult to measure. So that progression as it's all unfolding, yeah. it's, it's really challenging for individual students to um, have these milestones, reference, reference points as is all ongoing. And again, we're not talking about one day. We're talking about years yeah. or decades of the learning process as all of this is, all of this is unfolding. Yeah. And I, it, you know, if we're going to stick with all these analogies, if you look at it, at a plant or a flower that, that the spike grows really fast and it flowers right away, it usually dies pretty quick too. It doesn't stick around and you got to replant those every year. Or if you have something that has a giant root system, um, it's going to grow for a long time. It's going to take a while to get all the, the, um, the fruits of the, of, of your labor and stuff. But, um, that one, that one's going to be around a lot longer. I don't know. Does that make sense? No, I, 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 I do agree. I do agree. The baseline, the core, right. That's why I'm, foundation of yes. jiu-jitsu 
That's why so I important. am still so terrible at jujitsu because I'm taking my time. <laughs> and I will be I'll still be here in 30 years lost 95% of uh-huh. I'll be average in in 30 years but in 40 maybe I'll start the flower we just went from the thousands that listen thousands to thousands <laughs> you and I you, yes and only when I'm editing it <laughs> <clears throat> but listen before before we wrap this up I mean I think these are very very important points to really keep in mind especially if you guys are starting the jiu-jitsu journey if you you know um, when you you know, just exploring all of this, especially in today's world where um, electronic devices are so accessible. You know, we have everything on our fingertips. It is very easy to get distracted with the things that appear on our screens. And not always, and frequently, unfortunately, frequently it's not part of the core and foundation of jujitsu. Those are the flashy, those are the entertaining things. The core is boring. You know, way back in the day when I trained with Carlson Gracie Sr. Um, in Chicago, way back in the day, you know, we we literally learned 10 things. Like, not even a joke. You can mm-hmm. talk to anybody who was there. It's like 10, 15 things. That's it. Like, all the time, constantly. That's it. Zero. If you wanted to know more, you you did privates. But even then, you learned one extra thing. And, like, it, there was nothing to it. And he always yelled at us. You know, Carson was amazing, man. I mean, rest in peace, and and I miss him dearly. But it's like he he yelled at us if we tried to do anything flashy. Like I think I told the story when I brought something, brought something to him with in a book. I was trying to ask him, and mm-hmm. he literally yelled me, almost kicked me out of the <laughs> out of the academy because I was trying to learn something else than what mm-hmm. he was trying to teach. But that was that was Carson. That yeah. that was the old school, old mentality, and it doesn't mean that that's per se what we should should do, the 20 techniques only or 10 techniques only, but the, the focus on fundamentals, it's critical to your success. It's critical to your longevity of your yeah. jiu-jitsu. Yeah, and I wonder if you would have stayed, you know, um, if fortunately he would have lived longer, if things would have changed over time. When you were with him at that point, was he just like, you don't need to know that yet. Stick with this. Shut up. Stick with this. This is what you need to know. And then over time you can start looking into these other avenues, you know, and man, maybe that was just his way of talking to you is shut up or I'm going to throw you out. I don't know. Well, I do think that I sound like an old man right now. And everybody who is listening right now is rolling their eyes. I was like, Oh my God, this dude doesn't know what he's talking about. And I want to, I want to do all these cool things. Maybe so, but I don't know when it comes to that. You got to do both. You got, well, you don't have to do both, but uh, I think you're going to be more successful when you do both when over time when both are part of what you do you're going to be more successful than if you just have one or the other establish the baseline yes your baseline your own baseline that's right things will grow very nicely (laughs) too many metaphors beautiful analogies beautiful flowers beautiful colors you know appreciates that real quick before we leave yeah didn't somebody tell you that we have to stop saying back in the day (laughs) 
Shout out to my lovely wife. <laughs> um, you know, I give her a lot of credit because she does listen to these episodes, and she does. <laughs> Anybody who listens, I give a lot of credit. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and she she puts up with a lot. But um, I'll, I'll tell you, you know, yeah. Recently, she told me you need to stop talking about way back in the day. Nobody wants to hear that. You know, um. So yeah, I guess we failed just now. No, it's fine because it's important stuff. It goes right back, ties right in with what we were talking about. I'm uh, glad you said that. Ago. Now I will tell her that you told me that we have to do it. Uh, so. Don't bring my name up. Oh, I don't will. Don't bring me into this. Oh, I will. No. All right. Are we done here? Let's wrap this up. All right. Peace. Later. Thank you for listening to Raw Radio. If you enjoyed the show, don't forget to leave us a review and help us make the show even more amazing. For future episodes, check out our website and follow us on all major podcast platforms. Take care.